EI Travel. Change the way your radio talks. Tune it to the Don Crow Show. It's time for the Don Crow Show, right here from the WAVAFM Passport Auto Group Studios. Now, the Don Crow Show. Don Crow Show is brought to you in part by Passport Auto Group Stores. Whether you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, I highly recommend that you go to PassportAuto.com and find Passport's nearest dealership to where you live. And what a great selection to choose from. BMW, Infiniti, Nissan, Toyota, Mazda, Mini. And right now, Passport also has over a 1,000 certified pre-owned vehicles you may want to consider as well. Again, find your nearest dealership at the website PassportAuto.com. Hey, good Friday afternoon. Yeah, it is Friday. It is Friday all day long. <laughs> Welcome to this edition of the Don Crow Show. Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 each afternoon, we get this chance to get together. And once again today, happy to be able to share the show with uh, the audience listening to the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Of course, along with all of you here on 105.1 FM WAVA. Noted recently in the New York Times, U.S. Secretary of Defense Jim Mattis last week made the first visit to China by a Pentagon chief in four years, coming, as the Times described it, as Beijing and Washington navigate a burgeoning trade war and tensions related to Chinese military buildup in the South China Sea. That and more. Uh, Prior to the trip, uh, Secretary Mattis stressed his plans that he would use on that trip a diplomatic approach saying, I'm going there to have a conversation. I want to understand how they see strategic relationship developing. And so I want to go in right now without basically poisoning the well at this point, as if my mind's already made up. Well, now giving us his own assessment during this part of the show, I'm delighted to welcome uh, Bill Ga- uh, Bill, I'm sorry, Bill, Ga- uh, Bill Gertz, who traveled with the secretary and joins me to talk about the trip. Now, many of you know, Bill Gertz is considered uh, a veteran and highly regarded expert in his field, including and especially focused on the Far East and China. He's currently senior editor at the Washington Free Beacon. Prior to that, for 27 years, national security reporter, editor, columnist at the Washington Times, and the author of several books, seven at least that I know of, including four of which were national bestsellers. Most recent is I War. War and Peace in the Information Age. Bill, it's an honor to welcome you to the show anytime, but I know, uh, especially coming back off this trip, thank you for taking time to join me today. Hi, do we have you? Hi, Bill. Yes, hi. Good to be on the program. Well, uh, I don't know if you, I assume by now you're over jet lag and uh, <laughs> ready to get back at things, but uh, take us to China, if you would. What are some of the most noteworthy highlights of the trip that you bring back? Sure. Um, this was a whirlwind trip, uh, five days, three countries. We went to uh, first stopped off in Alaska at uh, a, a military base near our missile defense site, and the secretary visited uh, the Fort Greeley missile defense base. And then we flew from there to Beijing and landed in, uh, 
in Beijing and spent two nights in China, flew back uh, one stop in uh, South Korea and then to, to Tokyo and then home. But the China portion of the trip was uh, very uh, significant in the sense that it was Defense Secretary Jim Mattis's first official visit to China, and uh, he held uh, significant meetings with uh, the defense minister and, most importantly, the supreme leader, Xi Jinping. Uh, he also met with a, uh, uh, the, the most senior military person who uh, isn't the defense minister. It's the head of the Communist Party Central Military Commission, and that was a, a General Xu Qilong. And uh, so essentially, uh, Mattis was going there at a time of tensions over trade issues uh, on the one hand, as well as security issues, especially in the South China Sea, where China has basically launched a covert program to literally take over this strategic waterway, which sees some $5 trillion annually in international trade. And uh, under the Pentagon's new national defense strategy, which was announced in January, uh, China, for the first time in decades, has been recognized as a strategic competitor. That's kind of uh, diplomatic language for basically being an enemy. And so Mattis was on a trip to assess how the Chinese were responding to this new strategy, which identifies China as, the, uh, as a major strategic threat. Now, do you have a read early on as to the reaction of the Chinese post-visit and on the part of uh, Secretary Mattis himself? Any uh, sort of consensus forming one way or the other at this point that it was a successful trip or, uh, uh, or not? I think it was a good first step in uh, measuring uh, each other. Uh, to be honest, I think the Chinese are afraid of uh, Defense Secretary Mattis. This is a very, very serious person. Um, he's known as a warrior. Uh, he's he's very well versed in the study of military science. And uh, unlike the Chinese, uh, Mattis has real world uh, wartime experience. The Chinese haven't been in a conflict since the 80s. And so they've got a lot of these high tech weapons, but they're untested. Uh, Mattis was asked one time uh, what kind of an enemy by by a Chinese military official, what kind of enemy he'd like to fight. And he said, yeah, I'd like to fight an enemy that trains a lot but hasn't really had any combat experience because your training uh, often uh, doesn't help you in the chaos of war. Um, so he presented the U.S. position in a very straightforward way. The Chinese, I think, tried to, uh, in one sense, tried to befriend him. Uh, General Xu, the Central Military Commission uh, guy, and I wrote about this in, in my Free Beacon story, he said, oh, I think we can be great friends. And uh, we heard from defense officials afterwards that Mattis is not interested in being friends with him. This is about national interest, that uh, we're here to really try and uh, get a dialogue going so that there isn't a miscalculation that could lead to some conflict, a miscalculation being some type of a military incident where the Chinese could fire a missile at a ship or uh, one of our aircraft. Uh, and so this is, a, this is kind of a, a hot spot, especially the South China Sea. Interesting on that latter point, uh, Bill, you made it, and I'm looking at the article in hand right now reference, uh, that you referenced at the, flea, at the uh, Free Beacon. Mattis, for his part, made clear during his first visit to China that meeting was about strategic interests, not friendships. How do you compare that to uh, President Trump's recent summit with the North Korean leader where it seemed like friendship was at the top of Mr. Trump's list? 
Well, the president, he has a different style. He is uh, he is the art of the deal president, and he understands the value of, of personal relations in using that to get to a deal. And I think that's kind of the difference. Mattis, for his part, is into strategy and military history and understanding it. So I think those are the those are the two different approaches there. Yeah, the President Trump often refers to the supreme leader of China, Xi Jinping, as his good friend and, and talks about all the times that they have uh, good conversations. I think this is, again, it's all part of the president's strategy to be a good deal maker in trying to get good deals for the United States. Almost like good cop, bad cop, huh? Yes. We're going to take a break, come back with more. Bill Gertz, senior editor at Washington Free Beacon. You can check his work out at the Free Beacon, freebeacon.com. Stay with us. We have more here on the Don Crow Show. Mr. Rogers? Yeah. I like you. I like you, my dear. America is falling in love with Mr. Rogers again. Entertainment Weekly raves. It's the movie we need right now. Fred's theology was love your neighbor and love yourself. It was a communication right into their hearts. Mr. Rogers' faith has inspired us all. Thank you for whatever you do to bring joy and faith to our world today. Won't you be my neighbor? Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now in theaters everywhere. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The retirement of Justice Kennedy leaves not a question of whether Donald Trump will make his second appointment to the Supreme Court, but when. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, the most effective Republican leader of either House of Congress in my lifetime, has vowed a vote by early fall, and in fact, one in August would not surprise. There are many fine candidates. Two are considered slightly ahead of the pack. Judge Brett Kavanaugh of the District of Columbia Circuit and Judge Raymond Kethledge of the Sixth Circuit. Kavanaugh is a veteran of Beltway court battles, and Kethledge is really Gorsuch 2.0. Among other possibilities are newer judges on the circuits, including Amy Barrett and Joan Larson, David Strauss and Don Willett. Senator Mike Lee is said to be under consideration. Any of these nominees would be superb, and a court secure in its originalist leanings until the next vacancy occurred if they are quickly confirmed. I'm Hugh Hewitt. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Faith Talk 570, WTPN. Oftentimes when pornography enters into a marriage relationship, the woman says, oh, I must not be sexy enough and I must not be thin enough. It's all about me. The enemy wants to destroy your marriage. This is Focus on the Family Minute, and Pam Farrell offers wisdom for the wife who's discovered her husband has a problem with porn. And when your husband got involved in pornography, that's one loss. If you turn it on yourself, that's two losses now. And if you start feeling really bad about yourself and you get angry at your husband for making you feel that way, there's going to be a distance in your marriage. That's three losses. If that distance keeps happening, the marriage is going to fracture. There's going to be a divorce. That's four losses. If you have kids, they're going to lose that intact family. That's five losses. How many times do you want to let Satan win? I don't want Satan to win at all in this area. Take it back, girls. More encouragement from Pam Farrell at FamilyMinute.org. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. How could God love me unconditionally when I have failed so often? The wonderful thing about the awesome atoning death of Jesus Christ is he paid our sin debt in what? In full. It is all God's forgiveness. Why did he send it? 
He sent him for all of us personally. And the aggregate of all the millions of people or billions of people who will live before Jesus Christ returns, every single person is included. Now, how does that love work in our life? When you and I receive him as our personal Savior, we become children of God. And the moment we become children of God, sin debt is paid in full, past, present, and future. For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at InTouch.org. Decorating a light switch cover? That's a do-it-yourself. Rewiring the light switch? That's a don't-do-it-yourself. Don't take chances. Call your locally owned Mr. Sparky for any electrical repair. We always leave your home safer than we found it. And Mr. Sparky's straightforward pricing means no surprises. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888-8-SPARKY. Terms and conditions may apply. Call for details. Independently owned and operated. Licensed in the respective state or county. Crow Show on WAVA, also sharing the day with the Bill Bunkley Show on 570 AM, 910 AM, 102.1 FM, Faith Talk in Tampa, Florida. Bill Gertz, my guest, senior editor, Washington Free Beacon, best-selling author several times over, his most recent book, I War, War and Peace in the Information Age, a look at information warfare in its many forms and the enemies who are waging it. Uh, Bill, in your Wednesday column, you addressed the issue of China's electronic spying threat and the uh, the security dangers it posed for uh, Secretary Mattis and all of you traveling with him. What can you tell us more about that? Uh, Yeah, Don, this was really interesting. Uh, I've been to China on Secretary of Defense visits probably three or four times going back to the 90s. Uh, This was the first time uh, in about 15 years that I've been there, and the uh, type of electronic security aboard uh, the aircraft that we took, which was an Air Force plane, and that we had to observe going into China was fairly tight in the sense that uh, we were not allowed to bring any items off the aircraft that if we brought that, that could be brought back to the plane over concerns that the Chinese could penetrate your cell phones or your laptops and use them uh, to basically spy on, on uh, the, the defense secretary's delegation. So it created quite a few problems. Uh, as a reporter, uh, I had to rent a laptop computer from the hotel, and it was all in Chinese and had a real difficult time. I was able to set up a temporary Yahoo email account and mail my stories back to the Free Beacon that way. But it was, uh, it was quite difficult. In fact, even the hotel key cards now, the Chinese have a way – of uh, using these cards as listening devices. So you can imagine there's, there's quite a challenge in uh, protecting your security. I'm reading uh, just beyond that. You said the Chinese intelligence and security organs employ up to 15,000 electro- electronic spies to spy on foreigners in China. And I assume that's not only regarding high-profile people like Mr. Mattis and others, such as your own group traveling, but it has to be true probably of a lot of Americans going there just as tourists? 
Yes, and especially uh, for official visitors like like Mattis and the reporters traveling with him. Uh, but yeah, they do. They, this is a massive surveillance state, uh, the Chinese, and they've invested uh, uh, billions of dollars in uh, a, a massive surveillance network to be able to conduct that type of spying. Uh, yeah, that was an amazing thing to me was once we got inside of Beijing, it's really an information desert. You cannot access basic websites. Uh, the only information is available is from the Chinese propaganda organs. Um, they have some foreign newspapers, but in terms of getting live updates, uh, you can't access Facebook or Twitter. They're banned in China. So you really feel uh, totally isolated when you're inside of this uh, yeah, I remember uh, Bill Clinton back in the day saying, oh, the Internet was going to create a, uh, a, a moderate Chinese system because trying to control the Internet would be like nailing jello to the wall. Well, the Chinese have basically nailed jello to the wall in terms of being able to control the Internet inside of China. Talk also about some of the protests uh, that you referred to in one of your columns. Uh, about 60 general scores of low-ranking PLA officers arrested, ousted in the, uh, a recent purge. What's that all about? Uh, yeah, this was uh, this was a piece that I did kind of a wrap-up piece in the Free Beacon at the end of the trip, and it looked at Mattis's meeting with General Xu, the Central Military Commission commander, and he has been leading a major purge within the Chinese military that has resulted in the ouster of uh, scores as many as 60 senior generals and, and senior officers. And the result of this, this was supposedly done as an anti-corruption measure, but it was really about uh, hardcore uh, politics and, and power control by uh, Xi Jinping. In other words, uh, they're trying to consolidate power by removing anybody that has even a hint of resistance to uh, Xi's uh, centralization of power in himself and and General Xu. And so this has created a situation where the Chinese military, known as the People's Liberation Army, has become unstable as a result. There, there are serious divisions within the military because uh, there, has, there is so much corruption, but also uh, this whole power structure is, is based upon uh, these big military leaders being able to use their power and influence uh, to make a lot of money. So uh, things are not really uh, in a very stable situation for this military, which is the largest in the world at, at 2.1 million troops. Talking with Bill Gertz, senior editor, Washington Free Beacon. You can find his work at that website, freebeacon.com. You also mentioned in that column, uh, Shu meeting with Mattis uh, squared off over the issue of the islands and reefs in the South China Sea. You referenced that at the outset of our brief conversation here. Kind of give us, if you would, for folks who may not, and I'm certainly among them, don't have a full, clear picture of that controversy that's now been developing for some years. But in a word or two, what is China trying to do? And uh, he seems to make it very clear that uh, whatever China's plans are, they're going to remain that. Yes, uh, this is a, a really important topic, and it has to do with, with uh, Chinese expansionism. You know, for decades, the U.S. intelligence community and the government as a whole had this benign view of China that, oh, if we just trade with China, it'll turn into a, a moderate, uh, normal nation rather than uh, the nuclear-armed communist dictatorship that it is. Well, what's happening now is that the Chinese have begun a kind of expansionism around the world. They've, they've consolidated their power. They've built up their economy. 
they've built up their military and they have a booming economy and now they're expanding uh, in terms of global hegemony and uh, a key couple of areas that they're doing this one is the south china sea they're claiming that this international waterway uh, is all of chinese territory and again uh, if they wanted to they could choke off all trade going through there and disrupt the world economy uh, China also has uh, launched an initiative known as the Belt and Road Initiative, which is an infrastructure plan. They're investing billions of dollars in the developing world to uh, basically spread the Chinese model of uh, anti-democratic uh, socialism with Chinese characteristics. So this is the kind of the unfolding story. First, it was just China's building up its own uh, economy and military internally, but now we see them expanding, and this is a real problem. And the United States really needs to push back. We need to say, look, it's free markets, it's uh, democracy and freedom and liberty which count. And uh, unless we do that, uh, the future is not going to be very bright. Talk more about uh, Xu himself. Uh, you note he, uh, through his military career, he's amassed significant wealth for, uh, for both himself and his family. And uh, much more, he's had, uh, you mentioned he had some affairs with famous Chinese singers and actresses. In other words, he's coalescing power, and the PLA uh, under him apparently are uh, quite afraid of him and uh, fearful that retribution on their part, uh, on his part against them, could well end their careers, as apparently has been happening already. But uh, how did he rise to power? Well, he has, a cl- he's, has had a close relationship with Xi Jinping, the, the Chinese leader even before she became the supreme leader back in 2012. Uh, so they, they have a relationship that goes back, and he has been working with uh, Xi Jinping's family members, and so they have a personal connection. And uh, uh, Xi Jinping, the, the supreme leader, uh, groomed General Xu uh, along the way, starting in about 2013, placed him on the Central Military Commission, which again is the... the central power organ in China. I mean, the military really runs the country uh, between all of the security forces internally as well as the military. And so he was able to use his position on the Central Military Commission to amass wealth and and power as a uh, protege of Xi Jinping. And then he was uh, just recently, last uh, fall, was appointed to this vice chairman position on the Central Military Commission, which really makes him the second most powerful figure in China. It's not the vice president or the premier of China, the civilian leadership. It's really the vice chairman of the Central Military Commission, which is the position that General Xu holds. Well, you've written several great columns. One more I want. I wish we had more time, but I appreciate what you've given us for time today, Bill. Uh, China unjustly imprisons Christian leader for missionary work in Burma. Uh, Again, the heavy hand of the Chinese government. Talk about this case of this Christian minister. Yeah, I was able, when I was in China, I was able to interview the lawyer for a minister whose name is uh, Pastor Chow. And uh, he's a a permanent resident, lives in North Carolina, and uh, has been uh, driven to do missionary work, especially on China's southern border with Thailand. And there's there's an ethnic community there called the Wa people, and he's been helping this impoverished community and by organizing christians in china who have been able to provide uh clothing and support and he was recently uh crossing over and back into this border and the chinese arrested him and imprisoned him for seven years 
And here he was doing this missionary work, this humanitarian work, and the Chinese went after him, as they do many religious people in, in China. So this was an important story. Hopefully we'll shed some light on it. The vice president is supposedly taking up his case. A number of uh, members of Congress have appealed to the Chinese government on humanitarian grounds to release Pastor Chow. So hopefully that will happen. Well, there's much more to talk about. I hope we can have some revisits here. You have a lot more to share than what we had time for. But thanks for writing about it. Thanks for being available to talk about it. Thank you. Again, Bill Gertz, Senior Editor at Washington Free Beacon. And again, their website is simply freebeacon.com. And we just had uh, only a few minutes to touch on some of the stuff that he deals with fairly in-depth in some of these columns. There are three or four there right now, just post his trip, just since his trip occurred with uh, the Secretary Mattis last week. Stay with us. We have more here on the Don Crow Show. May I offer a definition of justification? It's one of those words we trip over sometimes. Hi, I'm Chuck Swindoll. Justification is the sovereign act of God whereby he declares righteous the believing sinner while he is still in a sinning state. That's right, and it's true for all of us. It applies to all who believe. He sees us as righteous, not soiled. Amazing concept. Justification is the sovereign act of God whereby he declares righteous the believing sinner while we are still in a sinning state. And that's enough to send anyone to their knees in thanksgiving. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. E. Stanley Jones was a Methodist missionary to India. He noted that the Indians were making an amazing discovery, that Christianity and Jesus are not always the same. Because Christianity has had a long history in India, many families and castes and villages were traditionally Christian, but they didn't always know Jesus. That is an important distinction to make in America as well. Growing up in a Christian tradition doesn't automatically make one a Christian. True Christianity is based on a relationship with Jesus Christ. Sitting in church doesn't make one a Christian any more than sitting in a garage makes one a car. This is David Jeremiah, encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover God's definition of a Christian on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com. Start your journey home today. It's the shirt you wear most, an essential in any professional man's wardrobe. It's the white dress shirt, and for over half a century, the Paul Frederick White Pinpoint Oxford Dress Shirt has set the standard for quality, comfort, and style. It regularly starts at $40 or more, but we're so confident that it will become your favorite shirt, we're making it available at the exclusive introductory price of only $19.95. Go to 1995shirt.com and choose our classic button-down with button cuffs or our traditional street collar with either button or French cuffs. Choose from regular, trim, and big and tall sizes with 55 combinations of collar and sleeve lengths for an exact fit. Order today, and you'll also receive free monogramming and 850 value. Go to 1995shirt.com. 
right now to order your Paul Frederick White Pinpoint Oxford dress shirt for just $19.95. Enter promo code COTTON. That's 1995shirt.com. Promo code COTTON. Sometimes it may feel like the troubles of the world are pulling us down. When that happens, we should pick ourselves back up with the power of God's love. Godvine.com makes it easy to brighten even the darkest day with uplifting and inspiring videos and stories chosen especially for you to lift you up and strengthen you in your walk with Jesus. From powerful stories of healing, miracles, and angels to heartwarming videos of love, surprises, and joy to cute and funny videos that'll have you laughing out loud. Godvine has just what you need for the best uplifting videos filled with joy, hope, and love to brighten your day. Join millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. For a happier day right away, visit us at Godvine.com. Godvine.com. That's Godvine.com. I'm Bill Carl, and today's guest host on The Bill Bunkley Show, Don Crow, returns in a moment. You know, if you're like me, you have a lot of apps on your phone you just don't use anymore. Why not delete one of them and make room for the Faith Talk app? It's free for your Apple or Android device, and it allows you to take Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1 with you wherever you go. Download the Faith Talk app today. The Don Crow Show on 105.1 FM WAVA also Sharing the day with the Bill Bunkley Show audience on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. In one of his usual highly insightful analyses of the American body politic, my guest this hour recently made note of key administration officials being confronted at restaurants. Yes, Democrat Congresswoman California Representative Maxine Waters urging protesters to hound Trump officials at restaurants, gas stations, department stores. And in all, as he says, progressive pundits and liberal media almost daily thinking up new ways of characterizing our current president as a Nazi, fascist, tyrant, or buffoon. And then he also adds, while celebrities openly fantasize about doing harm to him. What, he asks, is behind this unprecedented furor? Well, uh, joining uh, joining us to talk more about it, someone who really has such powers of analysis. I always enjoy reading him, have for years, and uh, having him on the show. He's best-selling author, commentator, and analyst, Dr. Victor Davis Hanson. He is the Martin and Illy Anderson Senior Fellow in Classics and Military History, at the Hoover Institution, Stanford University, author of a number of great books, including uh, probably his most recent one we've talked about briefly in the past and really need to uh, uh, revisit, The Second World Wars, How the First Global Conflict Was Fought and Won. It's available, by the way, at Basic Books, and there's a website for it, basicbooks.com, and, of course, your regular sources, bookstores and Amazon. Victor, always great to have you on the show. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Now, you first observed that there are, though in uh, opposite directions or ways, there are several similarities between Trump's agenda and the agenda of his predecessor in terms of their impact and also the reactions they stimulated, uh, though different, are uh, in some ways similar. Can you talk about that more? Well, I mean, if you could, if Trump had a 
just not won the Senate and the House, and so now we have Democratic uh, power in the Senate and the House, and maybe there was a 5-4 Democratic majority, and they had done pretty well at the state level. I don't think you'd quite see this anger because they would have legislative remedies to what they consider as Prince of Darkness. But under Obama, they lost a 1,000 state and local offices. They've lost the governorship, the state legislature, the House, not just the supermajority in the Senate, but the Senate entirely. Now it looks pretty clearly that the Supreme Court has lost to them for a generation. And then Trump's not doing that badly. He's got inching up toward 50% approval. Most people have confidence in his handling of the economy. He's got some opportunities and accomplishments overseas. And in lieu of an agenda, and they don't have a counter agenda, they don't, they're not saying that we want higher taxes, more regulation, less energy development, things like that, more, more deals like the Iran deal or the Libyan intervention. So I guess with the, with the absence of real power, and the fact they can't stop Trump and he's doing pretty well, they they turn to street theater and they take advantage of the power that they do have, which is not political, it's cultural. They control the media, they control entertainment, Hollywood, the foundations, universities, uh, things like that. And they're employing those avenues, street theater, disruption, shaming, uh, celebrity uh, outburst. But that's, it's still a symptom that they don't have the political power to do anything. I found it interesting that right up the outset about that, you said Barack Obama was not a centrist, but neither was Donald Trump. Uh, Obama promised to fundamentally transform the United States. Trump pledged to do the same, and that's true, both uh, doing so but in a very opposite direction. Yeah, I think what, that's another reason why they're very angry, because they were riding high when Obama turned to the executive orders on immigration and and regulation and things like that. And that gave Trump a green light to do the same, only as a force multiplier. He's done even more than Obama. And we forget that Obama said things and did things that were very polarizing. He would tell his opposition, I won. Uh, during the campaign, he said, get in their faces, take a gun to a knife fight. He told uh, Hispanics, um, you know, we've got to basically destroy the enemy. And uh, he was a very divisive person. And so Trump's divisiveness is sort of channeling off Obama's. And there's a sense of, wow, we kind of did this to ourselves. Uh, A good example is Harry Reid ending the filibuster for non-Supreme Court appointment. That green-lighted Mitch McConnell just saying, well, maybe that was a good idea. We'll do it for Supreme Court appointments as well. So they kind of set the foundation for Trump, thinking that they were going to get rid of all the old customary protocols uh, and centrism with no idea that Hillary Clinton was going to lose. They thought it would be a 16-year Obama-Clinton regnum, but they've empowered Trump by their own precedent. We'll take a break, come back with more. Dr. Victor Hansen with us. His website is victorhansen.com. You can read his private papers there and those of his colleagues. victorhansen.com. And this column is uh, at washingtontimes.com is where I located it. When the, when the left can't come to grips with losing power. And uh, Victor, as always, has uh, analyzed it, I think, pretty accurately that that's really what has the most ticked off. They lost their power. And they exercised it without conscience during the years that they were in power. 
We're grateful for our pastors, for every hospital visit, every prayer, and for every time you share God's Word. We're saying thanks again at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day, Thursday, October 11th, at Armature Works in Tampa. Pastor, come enjoy food, fellowship, and a special word of encouragement from the president of Dallas Theological Seminary, Dr. Mark Bailey, and we'll equip you with free resources and seminars to strengthen your ministry. Faith Talks, Pastors Appreciation Day, October 11th. RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. There's no question you need omega-3s, but which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Writing a Christian book, you're doing an amazing thing, getting it all down on paper. But once you've got the manuscript, then what? Well, you can spend a year or more trying to find a publisher, or you can cut right to the chase. Make your book real with Zulon Press. Finding a publisher is time-consuming and uncertain. With Zulon Press, things are quick and definite. They specialize in one thing, helping Christian authors put their books in print. Zulon Press will publish your book. Zulon Press gets it into bookstores. Your book is on Amazon. Work with Zulon Press and there's no question, you are a published author. If you're writing a Christian book, get your free publishing guide from Zulon Press. Just log on to ChristianPublishing.com. That's ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press, book publishing by Christians for Christians. Get your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same people who bring you this nifty radio station. Can a student be reprimanded for attending a church event that conflicts with an after-school assignment? This is Law and Justice with Jay Seculo. My daughter is in the fifth grade. They have an open house, and I asked her to let her teacher know that we were not going to be able to make it because we leave about 6.15 to go to church. Her teacher responded back that church is not an excuse not to be there. So I was wondering, is that okay for him to do that, for there to be a consequence? Absolutely not. You're not entitled, or the school is not entitled to have someone surrender a constitutional right there, the free exercise of religion, because they need to go to church for a special event rather than attend something at school. The courts have said consistently that school districts uh, do the best when they accommodate the sincerely held religious beliefs of the members of the school body. So this idea that she would then be penalized uh, is just not appropriate, and it's not correct legally, and we need to get some of our lawyers at the ACLJ working on that. For more information about student rights, visit us on our website at aclj.org. That's aclj.org.
Summer travel season's here. Now's the time to plan that family vacation you'll remember forever. Travel Cat's pre-planned packages make it so easy. Just pack your wardrobe. Whether you want to take that special trip to Washington, D.C., New York City, California, or go international, Travel Cat's will create the perfect worry-free trip within an affordable budget. Travel Cat's are the custom travel experts putting together unforgettable travel experiences. Call 352-277-7300 or visit TravelCats.com. That's TravelKATZ.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. The Don Crow Show on WAVA. Brought to you in part by Local Expert Realty, where Realtor Christy Moore promises she'll sell your home in 58 days or she'll buy it. You want to talk to her about it? Here's her number, 866-404-5858. That's 866-404-5858 or go to soldin58.com on the web. Victor Hansen, my guest, a prolific author and a scholar and historian, and we're talking right now about a column he's written called When the Left Can't Come to Grips with Losing Power. And, uh, Victor, you point out, for example, and you referenced it briefly earlier, Hillary Clinton assumed, as did her supporters, that she was a, a shoe-in uh, for uh, continuing the Obama legacy, if you will, for another four years at least. Uh, But uh, you say at the end of this little paragraph, apparently she forgot the Electoral College, not the popular vote elects a a president. Now, uh, I would like you to address that issue of the Electoral College because we know it's under assault more than ever, and there are those who would remove it in a heartbeat if they could. Talk about why that's so significant and that we never let it uh, be uh, disbanded or, uh, or dismantled. Well, the founders were very worried that uh, you would get concentrations of populations in big urban centers, and then you wouldn't have people in the outdoors rooted to property. This is an 18th century concept, but it goes back to classical Greece, and that they would be um, geographically preponderant, and there were other values of independence, autonomy, self-reliance that the countryside inculcated. So their idea was, Although there was going to be popular sovereignty, it would be uh, in the how many states at that time, the 13 colonies that became states. But originally, it was the idea that each state would have an election, pick electors based on its percentage of the greater population, and that would disperse political power. So candidates would have to go to Wyoming, or they might have to go to uh, you know Kansas, and they wouldn't just spend their entire time in Boston, New York, or Philadelphia. And Hillary Clinton assumed that, I guess, that because Barack Obama had record numbers of African-American turnouts, about I guess it was 67 percent of the registered voters turned out, and she thought that would be automatically transferable to her, and it wasn't. She lost about 8 percent of that. Uh, Something about her didn't resonate with the African-American thing like Obama did. And then more importantly, she thought that demography was destiny. So this southwestern America that had been flipping California, New Mexico, Nevada, uh, Colorado to the blue state category because a lot of it was Latino demographic. She thought that was destiny. And what she didn't realize is that um, a lot of those votes were redundant in terms of the electoral college. California was going to go blue no matter what. So all of those new Hispanic voters were just accentuating a reality, and the same was true 
uh, in other states. In the case of Texas, no matter how many new Latino voters there were, it was not going to flip blue. It was going to stay red. But what was going to flip were these key big electoral state tallies in places like Wisconsin, Ohio, Michigan, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, and Florida. And she completely forgot about that, thought that uh, they were going to be their traditionally working-class democratic states, but she never realized that in her attempts to pander to the new demographic, she had alienated uh, that base. And this time, the Republicans didn't nominate a traditional multimillionaire, John McCain, um, Mitt Romney type of person. They nominated a billionaire, but uh, Trump came across to that Reagan Democrat, corrupt voter, Tea Party voter, is authentically interested in them. And so she lost her foundation while she went out looking for mandates in places like Georgia and Arizona. And you also take time to note the incredible changes that this president has brought about, not afraid to use executive order, but I think more discreetly than Obama ever did, but nonetheless turning back some of the uh, sacrosanct things that Obama accomplished in that with that method. And beyond that, you cite several things that this president has uh, has accomplished that I wish the media were uh, more legitimate, if you will, in highlighting these things uh, that he, in fact, in his 500 days so far, has accomplished, uh, starting with his uh, his defeat of ISIS and uh, much more. Talk a little bit about some of those elements that you mentioned. Well, I mean, he got us out of the Iran deal, which we're now learning every day that we're out of it. We learn of all the secret agreements the Obama administration gave away. Uh, to get the deal, and we see that Iran is kind of on a retreat now, and it's got so, suffering social tension. ISIS, de facto, is not a credible threat anymore, thanks to the bombing campaign. Uh, it looks to me as if we're going to make some progress with North Korea. We redefine the European relationship. We said, you know, if you're Germany, a country like that, and you're running up $70 billion in, in surplus for the U.S., would you please play, pay your promised 2% NATO contributions of your GDP. If you don't, that's sort of a message that why should we? So he's redefining a lot of these relationships abroad. I think he's kind of going back to an old idea that if you're an enemy of the United States, it has consequences. If you're a friend, you should be a friend of the United States. And then that's coupled with on the domestic front. We've had pretty much indications we're going to make 3% GDP for the year. We've had around 4 or even below uh, percent unemployment, that record um, labor participation, record participation of ethnic minorities, African-Americans. A lot of deregulation has led to uh, a spirit and of consumer and business confidence that we haven't seen before. Uh, I'm really impressed, I think everybody is, that next year we're going to be the largest producer of oil. We already, uh, already are a gas, natural gas and coal, but we'll be in all three categories, the largest energy producer in the world, with the largest uh, oil that's produced daily. I don't think that would have happened uh, had the previous administration's ideas been picked up, and they were, were going to be picked up by Hillary Clinton. So and- the argument against Trump, I guess, from the never-Trump right and from the left has to be, okay, he did all these good things for the economy, but his personal comportment is such that he's nullified that. But that argument is increasingly tenuous when you're storming restaurants and and you're, you know, acting out assassination scenarios to the President of the United States. So they're sort of nullifying their one card they have that, that Trump was crass by being far crasser than he is. 
Couldn't be better put. Stay with us a few more minutes with Dr. Victor Davis Hansen. Victor Hansen, uh, a scholar of the First Order and an author of a number of great books. The one we want to mention to you again is his most recent, The Second World Wars, How the First Global Conflict Was Fought and Won, available at basicbooks.com and at your usual sources, regular bookstores, amazon.com. Stay with us. We'll come back, wrap up this visit together in just a few minutes. We're grateful for our pastors, for every hospital visit, every prayer, and for every time you share God's Word. We're saying thanks again at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day, Thursday, October 11th, at Armature Works in Tampa. Pastor, come enjoy food, fellowship, and a special word of encouragement from the president of Dallas Theological Seminary, Dr. Mark Bailey. And we'll equip you with free resources and seminars to strengthen your ministry. Faith Talks, Pastors Appreciation Day, October 11th. RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? With a company who wants you for your life skills as well as your job skills? Find a career you can believe in. Find your true calling at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings in the Christian sector. Get connected with outstanding employers that share your values and understand there's more to you than what's in your resume. I've always wanted to focus my energies in the Christian community because, to me, having a career means more than just a paycheck. ChristianJobs.com allowed me to apply all my skills in a meaningful way. Find your true dream job today at ChristianJobs.com. I found not only my dream job, but my calling at ChristianJobs.com. Once you see the long list of quality job opportunities available, you'll never settle for just a job again. Visit ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. The joint supplements of today are sadly incomplete because they don't start relieving joint discomfort immediately until now. Introducing the complimentary two-week sample of fast-acting Instaflex, our most powerful joint formula ever. It can start relieving joint discomfort in just a few days. Claim your sample today. 1-800-451-3542. Great for your knees, hands, even your hips. Fast-acting Instaflex is available at GNC, but you can only get your complimentary two-week sample by calling 1-800-451-3542. 1-800-451-3542. Welcome to Classical Conversations on Homeschooling. Cultivating a love of learning through a Christian worldview. Here is Classical Conversations homeschooling advocate, Lee Bortons. Today I'll be discussing the state of homeschooling worldwide with Classical Conversations graduate, Chris Blackburn. I know you sponsored and attended all of the global home education conferences. What can you tell me about some of the political struggles that homeschoolers in other countries are facing? Sure. It can be a really daunting situation in countries that don't understand freedom like the United States. I remember when we were at the German Global Home Education Conference, one of the families who was coming to speak with us that was local to that area, I don't think they lived in Germany. I think they lived in Sweden, um, but they were coming to the conference, never made it because when they were on the plane, the state authorities came and grabbed their son from them. And what was really upsetting was this past month in Moscow to learn that that family still hasn't had their child returned to them. And it's been um, six years. 
So, you know, in the early days of homeschooling in the United States, people did take their children away through foster care systems and laws and compulsory education, and parents were jailed. But it's been a while since that's happened here. So it's really gratifying to be able to go over and help in other countries through HSLDA and the Global Home Education Conference and Classical Conversations to get the word out that our children are perfectly fine being homeschooled and uh, that, you know, there's help and there's prayer and there's people that are paying attention, that they're not struggling alone. You've been listening to Classical Conversations on Homeschooling with Lee Bordens. The classical education model has produced some of the greatest minds in human history, from Aristotle and Augustine to Shakespeare and C.S. Lewis. How can you apply this model to your homeschool? To learn more about classical Christian community, visit classicalconversations.com. With us at chataboutjesus.com. The Don Crow Show, sharing the day with the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. And, of course, all of you here listening on 105.1 FM WAVA. And a stream, of course, we stream live 24-7 at WAVA.com. A couple of more minutes with Dr. Victor Hansen. And, Victor, toward the, well, actually, at the end of your column, you say, uh, about the enraged progressives furious over the sudden and unexpected loss of power. They have so far done almost everything to lose even more of it. And uh, that paradox only leads to more fewer. So they really have got themselves in a mode, unless somebody turns them around, uh, they may see midterms and even uh, 2020 even greater defeats than what they uh, would expect. Yeah, I think so. I think that now they're sort of in a cycle of the French Revolution where each iteration is claiming that they're the pure uh, progressive, the pure socialist, the pure redistributionist, and anybody that's not as pure uh, should leave the party. And they're going hard. They were left anyway, but now they're going very hard. It started with Barack Obama, but now I don't think he would even recognize what he's, what he's birthed. And it's not going to stop until they go into a McGovern-like meltdown. And we've seen it again. Uh, we've seen it before during the Nixon era when Nixon wasn't all that popular. But uh, instead of running another Humphrey, they ran McGovern against him in 72. And it was one of the greatest landslides in history. Because most people do not want to abolish ICE. They don't want to raise taxes higher. They think Obamacare, they don't know what to do with it. And that's uh, the deduction. The, deductibles, the premiums, the co-pays, they weren't out what was promised. And they just don't want to go down that bigger government, higher taxes, neutral foreign policy, um, reaching out to Cuba, Venezuela, Nicaragua, Iran. They just don't see if that's the future of America. we got a break on that note, Victor, but as always, great to talk with you. Let's do it again soon. Thank you. Victor Hansen, his website, victorhansen.com. And you can find this column at thewashingtontimes.com. That's it for this hour. We're here to give you strength between Sundays. C.S. Lewis says pride is like a cancer that will rob you even of common sense. The more we have it in ourselves, the more we dislike it or despise it in others. We're here 
for you. Faith Talk AM 570, online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, Pinellas Park, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Linda Kenyon. The Trump administration is asking a court for more time to reunite families separated at the border. Correspondent Ben Thomas reports. A federal judge in San Diego set a July 10th deadline, that's next Tuesday, for the administration to reunite all parents with children under five and a July 26th deadline to reunite everyone else. Ahead of a hearing this afternoon, the Justice Department filed papers seeking an extension of those deadlines. The administration says federal law requires it to ensure that children are safe, and that requires time. Critics of the administration's zero-tolerance policy say it was enacted with no plan for eventual reunification, and current efforts are plagued by a lack of coordination among the multiple agencies involved. Ben Thomas, Washington. The United States and China have hiked tariffs on billions of dollars of each other's goods, launching what Beijing is calling the biggest trade war in economic history. Bankrate.com's Mark Hamrick says so far the trade dispute is causing real damage to the U.S. economy. Falling exports for soybeans and aluminum, which would be shipped abroad. Uh, We see the cost of building a new home rising by $9,000 for an average home just because of the higher cost for Canadian lumber. After the U.S. imposed 25% tariffs on $34 billion worth of Chinese goods, China retaliated by imposing tariffs on the same amount of U.S. products. Authorities in Thailand say they will not immediately attempt to have an underwater evacuation of the 12 schoolboys who have been trapped in a cave for almost two weeks because the boys have not learned adequate diving skills in the short time since searchers found them. If heavy rains start and raise the flooded areas of the cave, divers will try to take the boys out right away. On Wall Street today, the Dow closed up nearly 100 points. The Nasdaq closed up nearly 102 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. Now through July 6th, it's the Blinds.com 4th of July sale. Save up to 50% on products like the Blinds.com Premier Roman Shade, Levelor Accordia Cell Shade, or the Blinds.com Solar Roller Shade, and much more from America's number one online retailer of custom window coverings. Blinds.com is the easiest way to reimagine your home because they guide you through the entire measure and install process for free. You get samples for free. Shipping is free. Plus, you get a free online design consultation. Whether it's one room or your entire home. When you get brand new custom blinds from Blinds.com, you'll feel like you got a remodel without the cost. And for a limited time, it's the Blinds.com 4th of July sale. Save up to 50%, plus take an additional 5% off with promo code SHUTTERS. Hurry, this sale ends Friday, July 6th. Go to Blinds.com and save up to 50%, plus take an additional 5% off with promo code SHUTTERS. Blinds.com, promo code SHUTTERS. U.S. employers kept up a brisk hiring pace in June by adding 213,000 jobs. The Labor Department says the unemployment rate rose to 4% from 3.8% as more people began looking for work. The job gains show that the second longest U.S. economic expansion remains on solid ground. Average hourly pay rose 2.7% from a year earlier. That's correspondent Jeremy House. President Donald Trump is weighing his choice on a replacement for retiring Supreme Court Justice Anthony Kennedy from the seclusion of his golf club in New Jersey. He's been consulting with the vice president and others as he zeroes in on a nominee. Ahead of the Monday night announcement from the East Room in the White House, the president told reporters he was focused on four people 
And in his words, of the four people, I have it down to three or two. He was set to have dinner tonight with Vice President Mike Pence, who's also been meeting with the finalists. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Linda Kenyon. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. The author of the book of Hebrews said, Let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, exhorting one another. Be accountable to somebody. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no, that's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison, why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTechStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Finding faith together. The new Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Also available on the iHeartRadio app. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is brought to you by EDI Travel. They won't carry it. We will. You can hear it on the Don Crow Show. Live from the WAVAFM Passport Auto Group Studios, it's the Don Crow Show on 105.1 FM, WAVA. How you doing, folks? Hello there. Welcome to the Don Crow Show. You've got it, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 each afternoon. We get together and talk about what I call matters that really do matter. Issues of significance that you and I want to get informed about, but then the whole point is let's get informed and then get involved. Find positive, life-affirming ways to make a difference. Great to have you with us, and especially to be able to share the afternoon with our good friends, at Faith Talk, 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida, sitting in for my colleague Bill Bunkley, who we are praying for and wishing the very best that he'll soon be right back where he belongs, uh, chatting with you every day. In the meantime, it's an honor to have you with us and us with you today. From time to time uh, during the second hour of the show on Fridays, we share a feature that we started some years ago called Meet the Pastor. And it's an opportunity to introduce you, our listeners, to some of the area's Christian leaders and their ministries, primarily here in the WAVA listening areas of Virginia, Maryland, the district. And some great work of God is being done in these areas, as you know, some great leaders in uh, this listening area, and certainly in Tampa, Florida as well. But on some occasions, we have the chance to share our visits with some fellow pastors and Christian leaders in other parts of the world. And that's the case this part of the show, because I'm happy that we have some friends here from East African nation of Kenya in our studios. One of them a longtime friend and uh, the other a new friend. Now, Bishop Pius Muru is founder and pastor of one of the largest ministries in Kenya, Maximum Miracle Center in Nairobi, Kenya. He's also a well-known television and open-air crusade evangelist all through East Africa and beyond, as a matter of fact. 
And uh, as we'll talk in a few minutes about, he was uh, an official candidate for the presidency of his country back in 2007. Uh, so, Bishop Muru, my friend, uh, good to see you. Welcome back. Thank you so much, and good evening. Now, also with him is a longtime friend of his and a fellow Kenyan, Reverend Steve. Now, Steve, how do I say your last name? Kamal. Kamal. Yes. All right. I'm glad I asked. Reverend Steve Kamau, he serves with the New Life Worship Center in Bear, Delaware. So we have a a Delawarean here with us as well as a Kenyan, but in fact two Kenyans. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, gentlemen, uh, thank you for coming in, and I need you both real close to the mics if you would. Bishop Miro, I'll start with you first. uh, when we first talked some years ago, uh, in the midst of uh, the political uh, situations of Kenya, that's when you first shared with me how God had been dealing with you to run for the presidency of your country. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think it's rather impressive, as I remember, that out of a field of 12, having never been a politician and run for office, if, I, if memory serves, you came in number four in that, yes. did you not? Uh-huh. Talk about the situation then, politically but also spiritually, and uh, what things are looking like now in Kenya. Thank you so much because of that question, and I'm so glad that I am with you one more time here. Now, we want to thank God because there are things which are happening in Kenya which are so encouraging. From 2007 until around 2018, Things have been changing slowly and slowly and slowly politically. But what has happened this time around that has made people to be shocked at how God operates is because the current president and the current leader of the opposition, they have crossed ranks and there is no more fighting. They are working together. And that animosity and antagonism which has been there for as long as we have had our nation, it is no longer there. This is because people have been praying and praying and praying and praying. And I'm here to assure you that something good is Mm. happening in the nation of Kenya. Mm. The hand of the Lord is evidently upon our nation. But I can't go without saying that we have had so many American preachers who have come to Kenya And they have prophesied that God will never allow our nation to go down because God has called Kenya to be the launching pad for the last day's revival. So apart from our political homeostasis, I want to thank God because there has been a lot of prayers, a lot of goodwill and prophetic declarations coming from the church of God in America whereby we have had it so clearly and many times that we should not be worried because we have the calling of God, we have the mandate of God to be the launching pad of the last day revival. Having said that, and it's such good news to hear, uh, I know you'd be the first to say we are not without our challenges. You and I were talking and Steve over dinner the other evening about Uh, the Islamist factor, which is a a huge factor throughout all of Africa, Mm -hmm. but certainly less so than in, say, Nigeria and some other places. What is the status of uh, the uh, radical Islamists or the uh, drive of Islam in, in your country, even at that? What has happened in Kenya is 
some few years ago for you to enter into any church you had not there was no nothing like going through being searched or security the way i have entered here there are machines which are detecting me but now in kenya because the islamic fundamentalists have been attacking churches there is no church you can enter as a visitor without going through security but what has happened is a paradox once they started attacking churches they thought they were muzzling the church but what has happened is the persecution of the church by the islamic fundamentalists has acted as a catalyst of revival because people have been fought by this we call them al-shabab they are from somali because somali is our neighbor to the north so they have infiltrated our country but the more they fight us the more we seek god and the more god is enabling the country the government of kenya to be alert on how to put measures so that we are not attacked again so the situation of terrorism is not as bad as it was 10 years ago there is light at the end of the tunnel and we thank god for that and I'm sure our listeners are saying amen as well, because so much of what we're hearing out of Africa now is quite different than that. And it's good to hear there are places where peace is being arrived at or being achieved. Stay with us, folks. We have more. Hi, this is Tony Bunkley. As you may know, Bill's on the road to full recovery, and the whole family's looking forward to having you along on our pilgrimage to the Holy Land this November. Bill's worked closely with Boaz Shalgi and EDI Travel to craft an incredible itinerary. We traveled with EDI last year, and our trip was so inspirational. This time, we want you with us as we visit Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, the Dead Sea, Masada, even Petra in Jordan, and so much more. You can see it all, including Jerusalem's new U.S. Embassy and a special dinner at Boaz Private Residence. As someone in the travel industry, let me say that this all-inclusive trip at just $3,925 is an incredible value. Join me, Bill and Zach, on this 10-day all-inclusive pilgrimage November 10th through the 19th. Call 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510. I'll personally answer all of your questions or check out all the details at letstalkfaith.com. You're an author writing a Christian book, so you may know this cheery little fact. Old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. You know your book is fabulous, but hey, if it's not what a publisher needs, eh, all you need is your book in print. You want it on Amazon. You want to spread the word the way you've written it. So do it. Forget old-fashioned publishing. Publish yourself with 21st century Christian publishing at Zulon Press. Fast and affordable, Zulon Press gives you the power to put your Christian book on the market the way you want it. Zulon Press knows your mission because they have the same mission. Publish your book. See it on Amazon. Be a published author with Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. Get your book hot off the press. Zulon Press. Find your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications. The same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. 
Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-704-1662. 800-704-1662. That's 800-704-1662. The next time you could use a pick-me-up, head over to Godvine.com for uplifting and inspirational videos that you'll truly love. Join the millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. They know that Godvine videos are specially chosen to bring joy and share the love of God and the wonder of His creations. For the very best Christian videos, visit us today at Godvine.com. Checking your inbox? Open encouragement here. Weekday mornings at 9, it's Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. What a great opportunity for you to share Christ with your child just by telling them, I know I'm going to heaven. Here's why. And at 9.30, know the truth with Philip DeCourcy. The devil wants us to sin because he would rather fight us in our strength than the power of the Holy Spirit. Strength for your morning. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. Don Crow Show on WAVA, also sharing the day with the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Talking about Africa and in specific, the beautiful country of Kenya in East Africa. I've had the privilege of being there. It's been a few years, but uh, back I think in, oh, I guess 2004 and 2005, Bishop, I was there, and we did a pastor's conference together and uh, some other, in fact, uh, you uh, got me in a venue that is really not my usual uh, venue, and that is Open Air Crusades, which is a great ministry that you have practiced for many years throughout East Africa. Mm-hmm. And of all places, you took me to Mombasa. Mombasa, it was wonderful. And what makes me to remember about Mombasa and, and your preaching there was because the type of equipment we used for that crusade, you were the first preacher to use them. They were my own equipment, but you were the one who ran the show first with them. And we're so glad and thankful to God for that. Talk about a change that you did mention when we were having dinner the other night, and that is that the open-air crusades in that area are not as safe to do as they used to be? What has happened because of the Islamic fundamentalism, there is something we have known about them, that every time they attack a gathering, it happens in the night hours, mostly between 7 and 9 o'clock. So the government has come up with a policy that no open-air meeting should go beyond 6.30 because these fundamentalists have been waiting 
to hide in the darkness. You don't know who is coming with a grenade. It is thrown into the crowd. But now, nowadays, by 6.30, the crusade is finished. Everybody is seeing everybody else. And we thank God because we are cooperating with the government to make sure that we are not attacked the way we were being attacked five years ago. In fact, tourism has already begun to improve. There are cruise ships which are docking in the port of Mombasa every month. And we thank God because prayers have been said for Kenya. There has been prophetic declarations. The government has been on the watchtower. And we thank God, though the situation is not as it should be, there is some semblance of order because what happened is United Nations organizations, they have sent their forces together with the African forces to go and maintain peace in Somali. Because once there is peace in Somali, there shall be peace in Kenya together in Uganda and Tanzania. Now, your ministry, as we already said at the outset, has been uh, uh, not only establishing a very strong church, you and your uh, your wife, Pastor Lucy, uh, and please give her my regards when you get back home again, mm-hmm. and your family there uh, for many years right in Nairobi. God's given you choice property in mm-hmm. the city. But your real ministry has been through the years, outdoor evangelism, crusades, and that sort of thing. Uh, But I remember one of the things that uh, was a a wonderful thing to witness was uh, out of necessity, you had to start a children's home. Uh, What happened, (laughs) the way we started the children's home, it was not a pre-planned thing. I went for a crusade whereby there turned out people, more than 50,000 people. And I saw some children who were sniffing glue and others were wearing tattered clothes. Therefore, when I saw the need, I felt the Spirit of God leading me to say that all the children who are carrying weapons like knives, you are sniffing glue, you are carrying tobacco, you are carrying cannabis, sativa, and other drugs, you better bring them here on the platform and we set them ablaze. Now, after they had done this, I asked them, where are you going home tonight? And they told me that they are street kids They are not going home anywhere. They sleep in the streets. Now, I announced by the microphone to the people that these children, we have to look for a place for them. Therefore, we started the children's home from a crusade, and we took over 103 kids, and we thank God because after that, some of them have gone to the university. The foremost miracle is one called Francis, who went to university in Turkey, and then Amsterdam, and then came here. Right now, he is back in Kenya. He just got a small job with the United Nations office in Nairobi. He's just beginning to work for himself. He has a master's degree in international law. I got to uh, see and be with and uh, be hugged on by some of those kids when I was with you. I still remember, in fact, somewhere I have some pictures, but what a joy to see these children begin to have the chance to develop their God-ordained potential because of the ministry that uh, the Lord, uh, I found uh, serendipitously serendipitously really put in you and Pastor Lucy's hands. You had kids who needed some place, and you did the next logical thing. I think in life, whenever the Spirit of God is leading you to do any little thing you can do to better anybody's life, you better do it because you never know 
what will happen in future, you could be helping to support somebody that will become somebody big in the society. That is why when you came, you even touched us because there are some visitors who come and they are afraid to be hugged by those children. But as for you, you went out for them and they came jumping on you. You didn't mind whether they were dirty or not and you hug them like your own children. These are the things which touch these children and they can remember it until this day. And speaking of children, Steve, you are, as we've already said, from Kenya. Yes. You're now uh, in the U.S. You've been pastoring here and uh, ministering here for some 20 years, but uh, Kenya is still part of what you do as a Christian leader, isn't it? Tell us what you're doing. Yes, absolutely. About 17 years ago, the Lord led me to go back to Kenya and begin a ministry for abandoned babies. And the very first babies we picked were picked up um, from a, a swamp twin twin boys and uh, they were rescued brought to the home and we took care of them and 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 have uh, rescued them and today they are grown uh, they will be about 18 years now they live uh, in North Carolina they were they were adopted in Delaware but they have moved to North Carolina and they have a great they have a great life ahead of them and we the Lord led me to uh, to begin this ministry and I took uh, my friend Jim Powell with me uh, there, and we began that ministry there. And the Lord has tremendously blessed that ministry there for those many years. And and we've uh, uh, we've rescued many babies, a lot of stories. And the goal of this ministry is to have these children rescued and taken care of in that home, and then uh, eventually get adapted. And we have seen great success in, 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 in that process. Many of them have been adapted, not only in the United States, but also Kenya now is big in adaptions. And so we are having great success. And the Lord has also helped us to start a school. And in that school, we have more than 200 children there. And recently, early this year, we ventured into a children's hospital, and it's doing very well. And the Lord is really, really blessing that ministry. I want to give you a couple of websites, folks. Uh, you can track each of these ministries. Uh, Maximum Miracle Center, mmcministries.org. Uh, www.mmcministries.org with Bishop P.S. Muru and Pastor Lucy Muru and their family. Uh, this is one of those ministries that really has engaged your kids from day one, hasn't it, Bishop? Yes, yes, yes. And also, happylifechildrenshome.com for Pastor Steve's ministry. Again, that's happylifechildrenshome.com. Talk about how our listeners can pray for Kenya and for Africa itself. We do a lot of programming regarding Africa, a lot of it focusing on Nigeria because of the awful killings going on there now in Sudan and other parts of, of Africa. But uh, I've, I've submitted that the violence that's happening in Africa reflects the spiritual warfare that's going on behind the scenes. And Satan knows that God is doing some great things on that continent and here in America, by the way, as well. What do you think? Uh, the American church, they should pray for the African continent and especially the church knowing that the things we are going through, they are so different from what you are going through. But of course, it's the same, same devil. What is happening in Kenya is any time there is a revival which is trying to come up, you will find us being attacked 
by the terrorists. Was that, what has happened in Kenya today, we need the grace of God so that people will continue going to church. Because even when I am here in America, I have had, there is an educational center on the border between Kenya and Somalia where teachers have been beaten up by students because what they're trying to do, they're trying to chase away the people who are not locals. They just want to remain as Somalis by themselves. So we need to pray for integration. We need to pray that there shall be no problem to do with religion because what is happening in Kenya is the same problem which is happening in Nigeria. They have targeted Kenya because we are on the east of Africa and then Nigeria is on the west of Africa and every time they attack in Nigeria our government forces they have to be so alert because whatever happens in Nigeria if it is not properly monitored it is being reciprocated and being repeated in Kenya so let us pray for Christians in Kenya that we are not going to be afraid of going to churches once churches have been bombed, forces of government have come to beef up security. But there is a section of Christians who have decided they are not going to go to church because you don't know when you're going to be bombed. So we need prayers so that the spirit of fear may be defeated and people may come back to church. Amen. There is a good number of people who are not going to church. They are saying that I can't come to church because I'm not guaranteed about my security because the Islamic fundamentalists, in their fighting against the church, they are trying to use the spirit of fear, whereby they attack a church today and they begin to monitor their attendance in the churches. And you know what the Bible says? We should not stop meeting together as it is a habit of some. So we need prayers so that the spirit of fear may be driven out. People can come back to church and worship. And also, because of these sporadic terrorist attacks, tourists have been afraid to visit the tourist attractions in Kenya. Let us pray that there shall be no attack. We want to thank God because apart from what I have had when I'm here in America, we have gone for almost now one year without any major terrorist attack in Kenya. Amen. Amen. Pastor Steve and uh, Bishop Pierce, an honor to have you both here. Uh, any final word, Pastor Steve, you'd like to share? Well, thank you so much for, for having us tonight. It is indeed a great honor to be here. Listen us. Let's continue to pray. When we pray, we continue to get stronger. The Bible says without faith it's impossible to please God. They that come to God must believe that he is, and that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. May God bless you tonight. Continue in faith in Christ's name. Amen. We're talking with Bishop Pius Muru at Maximum Miracle Center in Nairobi, Kenya. Pastor Steve uh, Kamau, uh, Kamau yes. in uh, New Life Worship Center, Bear, Delaware. But his ministry is happylifechildrenshome.com on the web and mmcministries.org for Bishop Muru on uh, the web as well. Stay with us, folks. We have more coming up. You love the Bible. You read the stories as a child. What if you could see them come to life? In Israel, black and white scriptures transform into powerful living color. Picture this. Yesterday, you stood at the Sea of Galilee and were baptized in the Jordan River. 
Today, you explore the remains of Nazareth. Tomorrow, on to Jerusalem, where every path leads toward the life of Christ and the story of God's purpose on earth. These moments can be yours when you join Tony and Lois Evans for Experience Israel 2018, November 7th through 16th. Come experience the legendary land of Israel and be led into the presence of God. Accompanied by gifted worship artists Anthony Evans and Meredith Andrews, your time in Israel is sure to be rich with spiritual meaning and impact. Visit letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Or call 855-448-7226 and book your journey to Israel today. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-776-6094. I'm Bill Carl, and you know for years we've been helping families just like yours with half-price tuition to great Christian schools at christiantuitions.com. And for years, parents have asked, is this for real? It absolutely is. Here's a recent conversation with Natasha Sherwood, headmaster at Tampa Bay Christian Academy. I literally can remember the first kid who five years ago took up the half-price tuition mm-hmm. discount from you all. The look on that mom's face, she's like, I don't know if I bought into a scam or not. I, this is, you know, and she sat in our office just crying that it wasn't and that yeah. she wasn't able to bring her kid. And you all have helped shape our goals. I mean, when I saw that face, I was like, there are people out there who don't know they can afford it. And we have aggressively tried to meet that need. So thank you because you've helped shape who we try to be. For years, we've made it our goal to help families afford a private Christian school education through ChristianTuitions.com. Great Christian schools are already enrolling for next year. So hurry today to ChristianTuitions.com for half off your first year's tuition at a private Christian school. Choose your child's school today at ChristianTuitions.com. An exciting new book from Regnery looks at the power of love and intimacy from a godly perspective. It's called Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Sex is powerful. Just saying the word can stir up all kinds of emotions inside people. Maybe it's a positive emotion for you or a hurtful, shameful, confusing one. It's no wonder we humans struggle to understand its meaning and purpose. Hi, I'm Nancy Houston, a sex therapist, leadership coach, and licensed professional counselor. After counseling hundreds of clients about the topic of intimacy, I decided to write Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Love and Sex is filled with life-changing, compelling stories to help us all reconnect to love and is biblically based on the truths of God's Word. Get your copy now of best-selling author Nancy Houston's compelling new book, Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. Faith Talk, online at letstalkfaith.com.
Tom Crow Show on WAVA. According to a recent report at ChristianNewsWire.com, an open-air preacher who had been criminally charged for sharing his faith outside a high school in Pennsylvania has now had those charges dismissed, which is good news in and of itself. But we want to hear more about this story. Uh, in December of last year, Mr. Ryan Lee Grimes was preaching outside a high school, I guess, in Pittsburgh. After school had been dismissed, students leaving for the day, he was cited by law enforcement in the city for disorderly conduct and for making <laughs> unreasonable noise. There's more to that story as well. Uh, but Mr. Grimes reached out for legal recourse to the Pacific Justice Institute. And joining us right now to talk more about it is attorney Brad Dacus. He is, in fact, founder and president of uh, PJI, as it's known, a well-known legal firm handling cases such as this and others and has been doing so for many years. Brad, thank you for joining me once again. It's been a while since we've chatted, but what can you tell us about the background of this story? Yeah, um, this is a, a classic First Amendment case where he's out there uh, preaching in front of a public high school on a public sidewalk. So the forum is protected. Public sidewalk is, is protected forum for speech. Um, what he's saying is I mean, has been said on public sidewalks for before America was America, which is the gospel. And uh, it's, a, it's a part of a free speech tradition for people to be able to openly preach and proclaim the gospel. Uh, the man is, uh, you know, he's a uh, you know, committed Christian. And uh, and yet he was, uh, you know, uh, attacked with this criminal prosecution uh, under the guise that it was, you know, creating deferrally conduct and unreasonable, and unreasonable noise. And yet um, this there was so much noise from the students around who were leaving school. Uh, it, it was really just a, a pretext, as far as we're concerned, to uh, to punish him and to silence him because some in public schools there in, in the uh, the administration uh, didn't like the gospel being preached. Well, that's my next question, where the trigger was for the legal action against him, and it was the school. I, I was wondering if somebody had called the ACLU or some other uh, nefarious organization like that, but you say it was the school itself that protested. Yes, that that is our understanding, and and it's it's not surprising in a way. You, you think those in public education would really be educated and appreciate uh, the Constitution, the First Amendment, free speech clause, and teach the not only be know about it, but also teach the students about it. But you know, there are some in public education, Don, as, as you well know. Um, that don't actually uh, uh, appreciate free speech as much as they do uh, pushing what they believe and silencing uh, people who believe differently. And, and uh, we believe that's, that was probably what we're dealing with here. And yet, uh, you know, when, once we made our case, we at Pacific Justice, we stepped in, uh, you know, we, 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 we did the briefing, uh, made, it, made it very clear to the court uh, how this is um, a violation of the First Amendment. Uh, then at that point, we got the case uh, dismissed. And uh, otherwise, he would have been, um, you know, it would have gone to, to full trial and uh, possibly could have been convicted, uh, which is not unusual, unfortunately. And here's an irony, I think. Uh, we have now more than ever in our country uh, desperation about our schools. Uh, they are, uh, you know, with all our efforts to make them drug-free and gun-free, we're paying a price for them being gospel-free in a word, aren't we? Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's such a crisis in our public schools and, and all that's taking place. Uh, you know, uh, the, the idea of people, of students having faith just in general um, is, 
is something that should not be frowned upon, but be to look to, looked upon uh, statistically for what it is, which is an asset to stability and effective functioning of schools. I also want to remind the audience, Don, as you well know, uh, you know, we at Pacific Justice, we have seen a, a real increase in uh, criminal prosecution of people preaching the gospel in, uh, in, in protected public places. Uh, you know, people say, oh, it must be in California. Well, it's California, Oregon, Washington, but it's, it's also in places like this, in Pennsylvania and in Michigan and Maryland. And uh, I've got, I personally have uh, two cases, one in El Paso and one in San Antonio. These are uh, men preaching the gospel. Uh, you know, one of them has got his Masters of Divinity at Southern Baptist uh, Seminary there in Kentucky. And yet they're being treated like criminals. And so far we're, we've had a perfect record of getting the charges dismissed or defeated. But uh, it, it really makes you appreciate the importance of the, the Constitution and a Supreme Court that will hopefully respect the free speech, First Amendment rights of, of individuals, particularly that of, of religious speech. And as you said at the outset, in a word, in fact, I'll quote you here from this piece in the uh, Christian Newswire, public proclamation of the gospel is among the oldest American traditions. It is not disorderly conduct. We're thrilled by this victory for free speech and religious freedom. I mean, it's as American as apple pie, as the old saying goes, in terms of street preachers uh, from the uh, even before uh, the actual uh, birth of the country as on the 4th of July, if you will. Yeah, yeah, and, and it should be well recognized, you know, how, how basic and important this, this is to be able to have that freedom. You know, we've heard the phrase, you know, well, you know, they're on their soapbox. Well, that actually comes from uh, our founding fathers who would take a soapbox in a park, public place, on a near sidewalk street, and they'd stand on it, and they would start speaking. And oftentimes, and sometimes it was political speech, sometimes it was religious speech. Um, and then, of course, we had the Great Awakening with uh, outdoor preachers uh, preaching the gospel. And, and, and so I, I can see spiritually why some would be opposed to it. But historically and practically speaking, much less spiritually, it is very important. I, you know, this last recently, the Supreme Court ruled five to four to protect the free speech rights of ministries, those that is pro-life uh, clinics, but that was a five to four decision, Don. Mm. And uh, right now, we could lose that majority vote respecting religious speech and free speech so easily, depending on who is put on the Supreme Court. And uh, if some have their way, uh, then uh, this this could uh, very well be uh, threatened down the road. My guest is Brad Dacus of Pacific Justice Institute, and we'll be back with more in a moment here on the Don Crow Show. Balance of Nature's Fruits and Veggies in a Capsule. I went to have my blood test done a few weeks ago, and I met the doctor, and he was really encouraged by my progress, and I showed him what I was taking, and he started looking at all the ingredients, and he said, I'm really impressed with the shiitake mushroom. (laughs) And he said, this stuff, it could clean out your arteries. And I'm like, oh, wow. He said, you may be onto something here. And he said, you just keep that up, and maybe you can start cutting back on your medication. And he says, you're, you're helping your health by doing that. And I'm like, whoa, endorsement by the doctor. <laughs> when you call, use discount code NOW, and we'll take 35% off your first month's order and ship it to you free. Call 800-246-8751. That's 1-800-246-8751. Or go online to balanceofnature.com. And use discount code now. Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky. 
Let's face it, we live in a time where we constantly have to sift through fake news and fake qualifications. Here in Florida, with the uptick in the need for electrical contractors, it's not unusual to hear about electricians who either portray their abilities beyond that which they're licensed for, or they're not licensed at all, compromising the quality of work and the safety of their clients. You can rest secure knowing that Mr. Sparky electricians are fully licensed and qualified to perform the installations and repairs you require. Not only are Mr. Sparky electricians fully licensed, they're background checked, drug tested, they arrive on time, and every bit of work they do is satisfaction guaranteed 100%. And there's nothing fake about that. You don't have to put up with any malarkey called 888-8-SPARKY. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The retirement of Justice Kennedy leaves not a question of whether Donald Trump will make his second appointment to the Supreme Court, but when. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, the most effective Republican leader of either House of Congress in my lifetime, has vowed a vote by early fall, and in fact, one in August would not surprise. There are many fine candidates. Two are considered slightly ahead of the pack. Judge Brett Kavanaugh of the District of Columbia Circuit and Judge Raymond Kethledge of the Sixth Circuit. Kavanaugh is a veteran of Beltway court battles, and Kethledge is really Gorsuch 2.0. Among other possibilities are newer judges on the circuits, including Amy Barrett and Joan Larson, David Strauss and Don Willett. Senator Mike Lee is said to be under consideration. Any of these nominees would be superb, and a court securing its originalist leanings until the next vacancy occurred if they are quickly confirmed. I'm Hugh Hewitt. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Oftentimes when pornography enters into a marriage relationship, the woman says, oh, I must not be sexy enough and I must not be thin enough. It's all about me. The enemy wants to destroy your marriage. This is Focus on the Family Minute, and Pam Farrell offers wisdom for the wife who's discovered her husband has a problem with porn. And when your husband got involved in pornography, that's one loss. If you turn it on yourself, that's two losses now. And if you start feeling really bad about yourself and you get angry at your husband for making you feel that way, there's going to be a distance in your marriage. That's three losses. If that distance keeps happening, the marriage is going to fracture. There's going to be a divorce. That's four losses. If you have kids, they're going to lose that intact family. That's five losses. How many times do you want to let Satan win? I don't want Satan to win at all in this area. Take it back, girls. More encouragement from Pam Farrell at FamilyMinute.org. Bill Carl here, Don Crow. Today's host for the Bill Bunkley Show returns in a moment. In the meantime, this reminder, private Christian schools in the Tampa Bay area are already enrolling for next year. If you're considering enrolling your student for the very first time, first go to our website, christiantuitions.com. Half off your first year's tuition at the area's best Christian schools, christiantuitions.com. We're talking with Brad Dacus, president, founder, Pacific Justice Institute. Their website is pacificjustice.org. And as a matter of fact, another case that you've commented on uh, equally uh, positive has been the uh, very recent Supreme Court ruling regarding workers having the right to free speech in terms of their union dues. Talk about that. Oh, yes. This is another fantastic uh, freedom uh, or protection for the First Amendment for employees who work for the government. This decision applies to all government, all public workers uh, who work in um, the 22 non-right-to-work states. Those are states in the, in the past 
uh, have forced people to be a part of a union, pay money to the union. We're talking over a thousand dollars in 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 many of these uh, situations a year, and it would often go to causes they don't believe in, like for example, the teachers' association and the NEA. Um, you know, they give uh, uh, almost three million dollars to Planned Parenthood every year. How many teachers out there who are who are followers of Christ would not want to support that? Well, this decision says anyone who works for the government no longer has to pay any dues to any union that they don't want to. And that's very liberating from a free speech perspective, free exercise, freedom of association. Those are three important clauses of the First Amendment. And we at Pacific Justice Institute encourage those in the private sector who who are part of those those 22 states. They still have to pay union dues. Well, there's a way out. They can have a way out by going to our website, uh, choosecharity.org, choosecharity.org, where they can have all their dues diverted to a charity instead of their union if they have uh, religious or moral convictions against supporting their union. So there's still a way out for people in the private sector, but this one for the public sector workers' unions, uh, workers, is uh, incredible because this is just a full refund, and they don't have to be any more enslaved uh, to an institution they don't believe in, i.e. unions. And as you've already said, and of course we're all very aware, this is a pivotal moment, a seminal moment moment, uh, with the high court, with the president ready on Monday to announce uh, his next pick. Uh, what are your own thoughts in terms of uh, uh, his success in that regard? Of course, he's going to get pushed back. And if it were just be, uh, uh, falling, falling along party lines, uh, there may not be so much worry. But we know one soft area is, in fact, Susan Collins of Maine and perhaps uh, a couple others on the Republican side. What's your own thought on this? This is very very important. This is this is critical uh, for the survival of, of uh, religious freedom, free speech. Uh, so uh, there are those out there who want to squelch religious freedom, um, want to squelch in the public schools, on university campuses, uh, who want to uh, oppress people who have businesses and they have faith and they don't want to compromise their faith. Uh, that's why this is so important. Uh, I believe all of those on uh, President Trump's list uh, that he's considering are uh, very, very well qualified, five stars. Uh, So any of those that he picks, I would be confident would uh, be respectful of the Constitution and the the case law respecting the Constitution, especially the First Amendment. Uh, But it's going to be close. And I encourage people not to take this lightly, uh, but to um, to let their their voice be heard and to uh, particularly senators who are uh, who they think may be waffling on terms of their uh, their support for the president's nomination. It's, it's a great list. All of those who uh, that are under consideration uh, are are excellent and would be well served. We'd be well served to have them on the Supreme Court, in my opinion. Thank you, Brad. Good to talk with you, my friend. Let's do it again. Yes, thank you, Don. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Thank Brad Dacus, president, founder of a great organization, Pacific Justice Institute. Their website is pacificjustice.org. Back with more in a moment here on the Don Crow Show. Stay with us. Don't let the morning rush keep you from God's Word. Weekday mornings at 8, it's Moments of Hope with David Chadwick. Be the people of God. Love God and love your neighbor. And we will live as the republic that our founding fathers and God so desire. And at 8.30, Turning Point with David Jeremiah. Ever since my kids can remember, I've been telling them about Jesus and trying to lead them to Him. Strength for your morning. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. 
Hi, this is Tony Bunkley. As you may know, Bill's on the road to full recovery, and the whole family's looking forward to having you along on our pilgrimage to the Holy Land this November. Bill's worked closely with Boaz Shalgi and EDI Travel to craft an incredible itinerary. We traveled with EDI last year, and our trip was so inspirational. This time, we want you with us as we visit Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, the Dead Sea, Masada, even Petra in Jordan, and so much more. You can see it all, including Jerusalem's new U.S. Embassy and a special dinner at Boaz Private Residence. As someone in the travel industry, let me say that this all-inclusive trip at just $3,925 is an incredible value. Join me, Bill and Zach, on this 10-day all-inclusive pilgrimage November 10th through the 19th. Call 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510. I'll personally answer all of your questions or check out all the details at letstalkfaith.com. Mr. Rogers? Yeah. I like you. I like you, my dear. America is falling in love with Mr. Rogers again. Entertainment Weekly raves. It's the movie we need right now. Friends Theology was love your neighbor and love yourself. It was a communication right into their hearts. Mr. Rogers' faith has inspired us all. Thank you for whatever you do to bring joy and faith to our world today. Won't you be my neighbor? Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now in theaters everywhere. The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-651-3235. 800-651-3235. 800-651-3235. That's 800-651-3235. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. How could God love me unconditionally when I have failed so often? The wonderful thing about the awesome atoning death of Jesus Christ is he paid our sin debt in what? In full. It is all God's forgiveness. Why did he send him? He sent him for all of us personally. And the aggregate of all the millions of people or billions of people who will live before Jesus Christ returns, every single person is included. Now, how does that love work in our life? When you and I receive Him as our personal Savior, we become children of God. And the moment we become children of God, sin debt is paid in full, past, present, and future. For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at intouch.org. 
Before lunch, enjoy God's Word. Weekdays at 11 a.m., it's In Touch with Charles Stanley. There's going to be a time in all of our lives when we will have heard the gospel for the last time. Do not resist God any longer. And at 11.30, Leading the Way with Michael Youssef. What type of phobia that is menacing you in your life? Identify it today and take it up and offer it to the Lord. I said, Lord, I want faith in you that can overwhelm my fears. Faith Talk, a.m. 570, a.m. 910, and FM 102.1. Crow Show on WAVA and uh, sharing the day with uh, the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. This is uh, from a while back, but a piece by a very popular group some years ago, Big Tent Revival. I'm sorry, but uh, my eclectic uh, music tastes really are (laughs) fairly broad. I love this. I know it's supposed to be a you know 15 20 30 second bumper but this is one I just let play 